Herbert West is at the top of his class in medical school. How can you teach such dribble? These people are here to learn and you're closing their minds before they even have a chance. What are He's you? brilliant, but a little weird. I've broken the six to 12 minute barrier. I've conquered brain death. His experiments have always been unorthodox. It was dead. But lately, they're getting out of hand. And he's just made a discovery that could wake up the dead. Herbert West has affected reanimation in dead animal tissue. What are you thinking? How do you feel? You? 15 cc's of reagent being administered. Once you wake up the dead, you've got a real mess on your hands. Dead? Not anymore. Herbert West brought a lot of dead people back to life, and not one of them showed any appreciation. H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror, Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head get a job in a sideshow? It will scare you to pieces. All right. Welcome back to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is 100% endorsed by strippers. My name is Ian. I'm Seth. Strippers love us. This is Dasher. And we've got... uh, a couple things to talk about, not just our you know regular movie. We're back to uh, having an, a weekly TV show that we get to talk about, which is Loki, and we're going to talk about my pick for the week, which is uh, Reanimator, and I can't wait to get into that, but that comes last. First up, we got a little bit of nerd news, but we're going to try to make this quick. Uh, apparently, HBO Max's TV show that we've talked about before, Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Rep- reportedly... <laughs> They reportedly had a scene in the upcoming season where Batman goes down on Catwoman that they had to cut. And apparently the the Internet just had to know about this. People were for some reason interested in this. Like, who cares? They had to cut that scene. Who gives a shit? The only thing this confirms for me is at least Batman's bisexual. I I really don't personally care. I mean, I'm not. Neither do I. Yeah, no. But for some reason. It was all over the internet. So if, if I'm not the one going out on Catwoman, I could give a fuck about it. Yeah, I, I don't care. So uh, there you go. There's your nerd news. Big yeah. fucking whoop. Right. So <laughs> uh, the second episode of Loki came out today, but I was so busy. I never got a chance to see it. So we're going to talk about that next week. But I do want to talk about episode one. Uh, I want to. I just want to go ahead and say I, I love Tom Hiddleston. I, I, I absolutely do. I mean, how can you Tom Hiddleston is Loki specifically? How can yeah. you not? I mean, just in all the all his Lokiness. Yeah, all his Lokiness that he's been in the MCU from Avengers to you know the Thor movies to I mean he's he's what you want out of Loki. 
he um, he he personifies it. He he absolutely yeah. nailed it yeah, from, the, from the from the very first time we saw him, and it only just keeps getting better. With, With that the, being said, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I I'm gonna go ahead and say this now, Dasher. Mm-hmm. Mephisto's probably not gonna show up. I don't think he is. Well, uh, it's it's basically already been confirmed in episode one who's going to show up in this series at some point because you only see a statue of him no less than like two times. Right. And that's King the Conqueror. Which I'm fine um, with. Which is, yeah, absolutely. It, it's Because mm-hmm. he, it. he is a time traveler, so it and, makes sense that he yeah. would at least be, yep. I wouldn't say a part of it, but at least like I, mentioned. I think this is going if worse and worst case, there's no worse or best case scenario here, but for the sake of argument, worst case scenario, he gets mentioned best case scenario. He gets introduced and is going to wind up being a major factor going forward in the MCU. And I, for I, at I, least I a was, while. I was totally on board with him being the phase two big, bad, big, bad. Cause phase he, four, it, you mean, or phase. Yeah. Well, he, he's four. yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean, like right, yeah. Thanos is the, gone. The next big bad, the next big bad, because yeah. he yeah. is one hundred percent a fucking force to be reckoned with. So yeah. the fa- if you're just gonna throw him away in a TV show or just one movie, don't waste my time. Exactly. Yeah, you're doing him a grave injustice. Um, just don't even. I don't. Bring you- I don't know much about the character. Uh, so I don't think I'd be phased either way if he showed up or not. What I know about him, I learned from the Avengers Assemble cartoon, which was very good. He's a Summers from the future. Yeah, and uh, I very much enjoyed uh, that portrayal in the cartoon. So if he's anything like that in the comic books, then they have a big, big problem on their hands. Yeah, but uh, not not getting into theories. That's not what we do. But uh, just talk about this episode alone. Yeah, I it it was kind of slow, but it was a buildup to, and, yeah. and, and, and it was, in my opinion, a great buildup. Because you're getting used, you're getting introduced to the TVA, and it was that, world building. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know, Loki yeah. being introduced to the situation he's about to be put into, which I very much enjoyed. Uh, pretty much all of it. Uh, for, uh, I think for the first twenty-ish uh, minutes, where he's just, you know, getting dragged around and you know, basically being somebody's bitch, and he, he's I, like, "I'm a god," and you know, all that. It was so, it was so great to get to see him get just put in his place, like he's never yeah. Seen. I, I was just about to speak on that and because I, I just finished episode two, like right before we hopped on and I watched episode one again before that. And the first time I watched it last week when it originally aired, I was like, dude, they're making Loki out to be a straight bitch. And I didn't I like it. I, but then it, it, it makes sense with where he's at and who he's dealing with. I don't think it's, I mean, I, they're, they're not trying to make you look like a bitch. They're trying to show you just how powerful they are. Yeah, exactly. That, and that's it, my point. And the TVA is a motherfucking monster. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It, it was honestly when and it's been made memes, you know, all over the Internet. But when he found out that the Infinity Stones mean jack shit to the TVA, yeah. to the TVA and he and he almost he, he looked like he broke down. He's like, this yeah. is the greatest power in the universe. What yeah. he was after and what Thanos was after meant literally nothing. Jack shit. Jack and watch, shit. Yeah. And, and watching his face. This is why I love Tom Hiddleston, because he, he absolutely nailed the realization that you mean so little to the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you and, have a plan. And and, and the, the character that's learning this about 
uh, you know, er himself and everything is the character that needs and wants the absolute most validation <laughs> yep. the entire MCU. Yeah. And he's yep. learning that no matter what you do, we will mm -hmm. make sure that this is how your story ends. There's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. They oh. showed they showed <coughs> him future events. Which was just amazing. Him seeing yeah. all of that. Yeah, it, that was that was that was a very very powerful moment. Actually, are, are you talking about the clip show? Yeah, yeah. where he he was shown his I, mother. He, he was shown his mother. I actually ha I have a problem with that. Okay, and it's the fact that it's a clip show. Well, I didn't I didn't hate it because it, well, you know, it, they watching him play clips from the other movies and I thought it yeah. was a little lazy. It was That's, a little bit, but it was I like the moment. The it's just, moment, yes. It, the the way it's executed and the footage that they yeah. used was, was was a bit lazy. It was basically, hey, you remember these other movies? I know you haven't yeah, seen exactly. Them in a while. <laughs> basically, it was reminding you of Thor two because yeah. no one goes back it, and watches that. Yeah, it, right. It, it didn't it didn't piss me off, but it definitely made me sigh. Yeah. yeah, but him, oh, uh, but him, real him, like just arguing. No, I, I would never do that. I am not the reason that she's dead. You know, everyone else is. He's like, and Owen Wilson, who actually did a good job. Yeah, like, I no, like Owen Wilson no, in the series so far. This was all your fault. And then you he did even, this. He even goes so far as to tell Loki, Loki, your whole destiny has been nothing more than a stepping stone to help others explore their greatness. Yeah, and I, I like, loved I loved him yeah. constantly asking, "Do you enjoy hurting people?" And he finally he saw his dad die, and how he's gonna die, and he's just like, "I don't enjoy hurting people. I don't." And that was a it was a it was a very great episode because for mm -hmm. an, a, 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 for the first episode in a in a series, yeah, you usually don't get these kinds of emotional moments until the end, right, of mm -hmm. the series, and just right. they're, they're 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 doing it now at the beginning so we can get into the good shit and. You know, I mean, yeah, we've been with Loki this entire time, but uh, yeah. it just it just gave you more to appreciate about the character. I will say this I, about the show: um, outside of Owen Wilson's character and Loki himself, I could have given a rat's ass about anybody else in this episode. No one else really. I, had a purpose. I agree with you completely. No one else had a purpose, really. They were just there. Like they were trying to introduce a few characters that are probably going to be. I mean, yeah, you know, the, the tag along characters throughout the remainder like the of the desk series. Work. Yeah, I, 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 in the chick, the security guard yeah. chick, don't care. And then Owen they they're not even boss. given names. Yeah, Doesn't and then Owen, Wilson, Owen Wilson's boss. I, I could give a fuck about any of those people. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get to care about them later. Maybe I don't even know as how many episodes. As of we're right getting. now, as of right now, I just don't. Yeah, uh, it's, two man, it's, it's a two man show right now. How many episodes of this are we even getting? Do we know that? I don't know. It's I a, haven't it's, researched it. I don't. I don't know if it's six, eight, nine. Uh, well, I would I, expect the same length as as uh, as Falcon. So six, I, I six think, to eight. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would say somewhere between Falcon and One Division. So I'm going to go ahead and say like seven, seven or eight episodes, which is perfect. I mean, tell your sure. story, move on. Yeah, sure. and I, I love that. Uh, I think it was today actually that um, I saw a news stories like. Elizabeth Olsen reports there's not going to be a season two of WandaVision. And I out loud went, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go for fuck's sake. Yeah. My why are you God, asking man. her? Did you watch the show? It's <laughs> no, over. I'm talking to you. Oh, me? No, I'm, I'm just reporting on what I read today. Cause this was news that they were like, Hey, is there going to be a season two? And she's like, no. I'm like, apparently the person who asked her didn't see the fucking show. It's uh, over. Ian, Ian, Ian. What? I'm going to I'm gonna have to ask you to drop the stick. The horse is dead. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Um, 
Every episode. Every, every episode. <laughs> my point was. My point was is that these. The final episode of that show aired. Ian has mentioned it. <laughs> my point every was. One. Is that these are one-offs and they need to stay that way. So if, if you're just going to do seven or eight episodes of, of Loki, that's fine. I know I, I we've been praising Tom Hiddleston, but yeah, just do the show and move on. Because and, and I have a feeling, and you got to think that this show is not going to end well for him because it's not like they're going to no. bring Loki back to the MCU. No, what I imagine is going to happen. And we are talking. Mm. I know we don't like doing theories, but I think they're just going to put him right back in in his place in the timeline and just be done. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe maybe his arc is that he accepts his fate. Yeah, sure. And they, and they just but put him right. He back can be able to change it. Sure. Yeah. Um, when it comes down to the some of the technical aspects of the show, uh, the direction's fantastic. Agreed. I love the way this show looks. Yeah, looks great. Um. Especially when he's going through the little rope line. That was uh, great. And the shot that comes like from, from like three quarters down looking up and you see all those lights. That was just beautiful. Uh, I did have one nitpick with the way something was, was executed though. Mm. Show the animated uh, exposition on, on the little thing. Yeah. <laughs> it goes full screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should have just kept seeing it from the TV. I think that would have added to the weirdness of what's happening. Mm. Um, and been a little bit more out of the place because you're because you're, you're you're supposed to be experiencing this from Loki's perspective. Sure. Um, and I think that kind of took me out of it. Um, it. Had it stayed in, had the TV just stayed in camera, um, I think it would have been a little bit more effective. But that's a nitpick. Uh, one thing that I will say about the Marvel series is now that have come out on Disney Plus is it just shows you how long Disney's money is. Because their shows are theater quality as far as well, with the exception anima- of one, I'm not going to bring it up. Dude, I'm, I'm certain as, that Disney owns animation, the yeah, animation, special effects. I mean, they they've got movie quality shit on their television shows, mm-hmm. and I like it. I like it. No, a lot. they they throw money at it for sure. Oh, you yeah. can tell. Yeah. Yeah. One uh, one thing that I loved is how I mean, it, his character is I wouldn't say inconsistent, but it's amazing how he goes from being deathly afraid of these people when he's in the line and he sees somebody get melted and he's looking for his ticket with like just a panic. And then in the next scene, you see him with the judge is like, I'm a God. I like, you are just afraid of these people. Like Mm. they can melt you. Yeah. And away from existence. Maybe don't smart off to the judge. (laughs) Um, I, I, I will say, and we'll talk about it next week because Seth, did you watch episode two yet? I watched it this morning. I did. But I was still in bed though. I woke up early to do it. And I kind of dozed off, so I missed about probably ten minutes. Okay. All right, um, I, I will yeah. say I think episode two picked up the pace a lot, and I liked it better than episode one. But again, we'll get into that next. Yeah, time. exactly. So uh, I, I love the I love the concept of the show. I so too. far, so far, so good. Yeah, so I, far, um, so good. I'm definitely this. This has the potential to be on par with Falcon Winter Soldier. Yes, it does. Because uh, it has, it has the potential, yes. Yeah, they are, with the exception of one show, picking their the right characters to give these TV shows to. It is not going to stop. No, you know what? I, <laughs> you know what though? <laughs> oh Jesus! Bring it in. You hated it. Hey, this is hey. coming from somebody who doesn't shut the fuck up about Stardust, so I don't want to hear it. I'm going to give you 15 seconds to just get it out of your system so we don't have to hear about it again. Please go. 
Oh no, I just make it up as it comes along. I mean, y'all bring this out of me. So, uh, yeah. All right, I'm done with that because I'm done with Loki because uh, we talked about everything we need to. Yes, we did. Sure. So, moving right along to the movie of the week, which I watched this morning, literally the second I woke up, because this is a movie that I love. It is very, very 80s horror cheese. Oh, yeah. And that is Reanimator starring the wonderful Jeffrey Combs. Dasher and I had seen it many times. It is a movie we love. And like I said last week, this is either a movie that you love or you hate, but yeah. you love it. It's yeah. a very complicated movie. Yeah. Seth, and you have I never had, seen it. I, I, I had not. I, I was until yesterday. Yeah. I, I, and before, I, before we give the floor to Seth, as per tradition, um, I didn't realize how long it had been since I've seen this movie. It's probably been... 97 98 since i've seen this oh, movie it's Holy been about, shit, it's, it's been about yeah. two years for me because i always every time i think about it i'm like oh i haven't seen it in a while i'm gonna watch it that's how this movie gets you it's like uh, something will remind you of it out of nowhere and yeah, for and, me it's and, just like i gotta go find it which wasn't a bad thing because it's been so long since i've watched it it's like it, it was almost like i was watching it for the first time all over again right um and that's totally cool i, I wish i had that but uh, yeah. I, I i watch it as often as i can it's almost like hot fuzz or you yeah. know scott pilgrim or something like that i i love yeah. watching this movie yeah. i'll never not watch it so, so that being said, seth as, as per, per tradition, tradition yeah 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 you have the floor all right me. so reanimator i think i need to watch this movie again explain and that's because there's so much I appreciate about it. And there's so much that I hate about it. <laughs> I told you it was complicated. I, 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 I told I you. Yeah. yeah, I can't wrap my mind around it. I've been thinking about it since last night. I'm like, what do I even say about this? The, mm. the, the practical effects are gorgeous. That was yes. going to be the first thing I was going to say. Yep. Um, I really, really appreciate the crap behind this film. I really do. Um, the direction, the the practical effects, uh, the, the the music is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I didn't feel any tension when I was watching it. Okay, I think that's kind of what's missing right now. I need, like I said, I need to watch this movie again. It's not that kind of horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, you're not it's supposed not a to feel. Any, yeah, you're not supposed to feel any tension in this movie. Yeah, what you're I just, feeling, what you're supposed to I, feel is. Herbert West slowly being driven mad by his discovery and being mm-hmm. forced into that mad scientist role where it overcomes him and eventually is his downfall. I, I, and I, I think I think that may be what I am what I might have a problem with with the movie a little bit is is West. Um, while I love the way he acts, I love Herbert West. I, I don't think I think that the how he's motivated is it's just over the top enough to where I don't buy it. See, and my, my thing was with him was always, this is a person who yes, did crack the discovery between life and death, but is so smug and too smart yeah, for his own. He good. Is that. He's too smart for his own good. He doesn't know that people hate him and doesn't give a shit because no. he's, he's in his mind. He's better than all these people, yeah. which is, which is, you know, fine, because when you make a discovery like that, you know, you are pretty much on top of the world, but it's never he never perfected it. So he was obsessed mm. with it and it, he just kept trying to make it better 
but it eventually ended up, like I said, being the end of him. You, you know what I equate this movie to? You ever heard the term uh, gumshoe western? No. It's like a, it's like a western mm-hmm. movie, but it's not to be taken seriously. It's mm-hmm. just a movie set up in western times, but it's like campy, cheesy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a western. Right. This, in my opinion, is like a gumshoe horror. Oh, they, the, the director even admitted, like when they made this movie, we were a lot of times we were just having fun. Exactly. Oh, the, and you could you could absolutely tell they are. They're having a blast making this. Yeah, I yeah. mean, th- this is a movie about a guy who's bringing people back from the dead. It's basically a zombie movie. Um, not your traditional yes. zombie, yes not your no. traditional zombies. But and the fact that they movie. do, and the fact that they do come back to life, yeah. they don't really eat people, right? Uh, and, and they can be killed by conventional methods. Sure. But in that vein, it's 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 not art. Oh god! Um, well, it no. yeah, it is depending on who you ask. Like this, well, is, this nah, is one of my nah. favorite horror movies ever. When it what dude? When it comes to the craft of this movie, it's fucking art. Um, like I said, there's I have the, I appreciate. I, I was talking more towards like so the, fucking much. I was talking more towards like the acting and the plot. Oh, the, I. I'll the the acting is fine. The acting the, the is horror, fine. It's fine. The, the horror aspects of it, uh, the gore, the practical effects, the special effects, and any horror movie you well, get, for the most part, that's was, art because it's literally art. I'll say this: it, going back to the, they're obviously having fun. Every single yeah. character is personified the way that they're supposed to. Like Doctor Hill, for example, the second he opens his mouth, you're like, bad guy. <laughs> yeah, just the way he talks, bad guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I referred to him as John Kerry the whole time I was watching it. You know what I? You know what I found myself asking myself most of this movie? Is that Casey Jones? Is that not Casey Jones? It's not. No, the guy who plays Dan. No, that's not. Casey. No, 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 no. Yeah, he no. looked like a very, 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 very young Casey Jones. They looked no, similar, but uh, yeah. The, yeah, they weren't. No, but, that's uh, not him. But yeah. And Herbert. the chick absolutely hate. Oh, uh, Meg. Yeah, Meg. She's I, shut I, up, Meg. Shut up, Meg. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I do love this. She was, every I time do... she spoke, it was like nails on a fucking chalkboard. Well, the beauty of the, her character is she's not in it very much. So, but uh, who absolutely stood out and nailed it, I, I'll say, you know, is, it, is Jeffrey Combs. It, it, yeah. Dude, the, uh, the, before we get to him, the Meg, they make you hate her. In the first scene that she's in, yeah. And she's, they, as soon as as soon as you get that graduate from college, you get that doctorate, and all that fucking money. I'll be with you. We'll get married immediately. This is probably <laughs> this is probably the only movie I can recall where you wind up hating a chick the first time you meet her, and the entire time her nice tits are out. They were out a lot more than they should have been. I'll say that right now. Like, good lord, uh, yeah. did, was that in her contract? Because this is not the first H.P. Lovecraft movie that she was in where her shirt was off. But uh, yeah, that's another thing about this movie is yeah, it is based on H.P. Lovecraft's short story called Herbert West Reanimator, and it is one of them that actually does do the short story very well. Uh, I think Bride of Reanimator, a little bit of that uh, is also based on the short story where they, at a certain point, uh, him and Dan end up, mm. you know, uh, signing up to be army doctors so they can get access to fresh bodies. But that that movie was we, like 
at the end, if you if you watch the end of this movie, you didn't know there was going to be a sequel because you didn't know what happened to Herbert West. Hmm. Which I love that they because I was watching it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he died, but they never actually show it. Yeah. They just leave him. So well, it stands the, to reason that, yeah, he might have made it out of there. You knew there was going to be a sequel because in the very last scene, he she's dead and he now brings that, her back to life with the serum. If that had been, if there was never a sequel, that was a perfect way to end this movie because yeah, just fade to black. You see the sure. serum go into her, her as a face to black. You see her scream and it, it you know, great ending. I loved sure. it. That would have been awesome. But because I know that there's a sequel. Yeah, it kind Which of was good. It's it was very good. It, yeah. it was almost on par with the original. She's not in the fucking movie. No. <laughs> but uh, that is a conversation. Of course for, she isn't. That's a conversation for another time because I yeah. very much want to watch that one uh, with y'all at some point. Yeah. But uh, now we got to get into Herbert West. Yeah, I mean, it, he is. It, it's he is very hard to tell that's Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, because he does a lot of. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of horror movies where mm-hmm. sometimes you like, uh, for example, one of my kids I can think of is a uh, house on haunted Hill. Yep. He doesn't speak. He's barely in it. And you're like, Oh, that is Jeffrey Combs or the frighteners. Uh, that's, right. def- that's definitely Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. Oh God. But this is a younger, you know, much more animated Jeffrey yeah. Combs. And he, <laughs> har, he, har, har, har. Oh my God. He <laughs> pontificates and enunciates every single word that comes out of his mouth. And it is just so much fun to listen to. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is one of the most disturbing individuals on film. Oh, for sure. Uh, he's just uncomfortable to hear and look at and watch and mm-hmm. listen to and be in the presence. Of, what did I shower after I fucking watched Luke? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but there are certain things that he says that you just absolutely love. Like one of my favorite lines in not even in this movie, but it, I think in horror or any movie, he's talking to Dr. Hill's head. Like, you'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head? Get a job in a sideshow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> With such smug. Like, you. Oh, my God. You don't yeah. deserve this confidence. But, uh, right. hey, I respect that. Yep. And with with Dr. West, there is a scene that is probably one of the stupidest sh- sh- pieces, just anything I've ever seen in my life. And that's in the lecture when he's breaking the pencil. Let me get you a pen. Yeah. I'm like, what just happened? Why was that in there? And why is this his reaction is just breaking pencils? Because he was letting Hill know that he disagreed with him because he even says it's like there is there is a myriad of other ways to make it to let the audience know that he disagrees other than breaking pencil after pencil. Well, they already told you. He like already, he, the first time he met Hill, he told him your work is very derivative of Dr. Whoever the fuck that died at the beginning of the film. And <laughs> it, it, we already know that they're going to be at odds. But just him sitting in that <sighs> class, just do, just fucking with him. Mm. I thought it was a great touch because, yeah. yeah, these people have to be enemies and you have to create that tension yeah. somehow. Just the, the breaking of the pencils, I thought was a very, very good idea. Mm. Instead of him just standing up and objecting. Mm which he did at the end of the lecture anyway, but just, just that little, like if you'd have pulled that shit in high school, you probably would have got the same reaction. That's true. He was being very childish about it, but at the same time, he was letting him know everything you're saying is wrong. Right. It's like your science. I I, I don't, 
I don't know. I didn't. It, it, it made me laugh. Is what it did. Well, yeah. it, it's either. Well, it, I think. I think that's the point. Like that scene was supposed to make you laugh. The pencil thing was funny. No, no, no. I'll tell you what was funny. That's when he threw the goddamn cat against the wall. <laughs> I fucking died laughing, dude. That's not the only thing that gets thrown at a wall because they throw right. his head against the wall at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah they I mean, do, but that cat was just... <laughs> it was a... <laughs> you know who else? No. It was over the shoulder yep. and, the, and, the, and the focus was on the back of his head, so when you saw the cat hit the wall, <laughs> wide shot. <laughs> it was so fucking comedic. I loved it. It was, it was, that, was that was great. You know who else loved it? West, because he started laughing immediately after the cat got thrown against the wall. He started laughing. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, speaking of cunnilingus, Oh God! <laughs> I was about to mention this. Yeah, HP Lovecraft dude. has a weird fucking fetish, dude. Dude, even and again, even West brought it up. He's like, seriously, you have the yeah. secret to life and death, and here you are flirting with a second with a co-ed. You're not even a second-rate scientist. <laughs> like, yeah, this movie's very aware of itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the uh, what's what's that doctor's name? Hill. 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 So Dr. Hill and Dr. Halsey decapitates him and injects his head with the serum. So his head's alive, but now he can control his body because, because yeah, that's and, something that is never and, actually explained. It's, it's not never explained. explained it's and just, I'm glad it isn't. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I, I got a really glad it isn't that he calls his body over to pick his head up and put it in between Meg's legs. Yeah. <laughs> and that was there are, the cherry on top of the schlock. Yeah, cake. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I, I figured you'd have a uh, a ball with that with that uh, individual scene. And there's a yeah, lot of theories that, that, that I've was seen. that was just fucking bananas bonkers. Yeah, and there's a lot of theories that I've seen around the internet because, like I said, they don't explain it because, like, why is he able to talk? Why is he able to control his body and even control the other zombies? There's a very good chance that intelligence might have to do with something along with the freshness of it because they even said this guy wasn't fresh. The, the very first. <laughs> person they reanimate he's like this one wasn't fresh enough and then they bring it back dr halsey who was a little bit more coherent kind of well, sort of until he was lobotomized he also injected him with a lot more of this serum than he did with anybody else too didn't he uh a whole hell of a lot yeah well, no, no the, the first guy yes and then when dr halsey was killed he injected him with less because he thought that was maybe the secret mm. so there's a lot of things they don't explain but there are things that you could probably assume which you know what? I'm fine they, with. They don't need an explanation. They don't. This is they a don't. horror movie. I don't exactly. care. <laughs> we don't care. One thing I do love is that, uh, and th- this plays a part in a lot of movies, is the, uh, the gl- it, it, it's obviously glow stick uh, uh, juice fluid. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's, oh, of course. It's overwhelmingly effective. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, for, yeah. I love that's it. A very, that's a very clever use of budget. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. very. It's very predator blood. Exactly. That's yeah. another thing they use mm-hmm. it for. Uh, alien blood. They use it for that too. Yep. Uh, it, you know, it, glow stick fluid is very practical. It looks great on film. Uh, it looks great in the jar. Very, especially very... when, especially at the very end scene. Like mm-hmm. I said, it fades to black, and you just see the the reanimating agent, and it just go and it just disappears, and you know where it's going. Great stuff. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a very fun movie. Um, yeah, I, I I won't wait. 16 years to watch it again i'll watch it i'll watch it again before then yeah sure. i 
I actually didn't expect this to be your favorite movie ever, Seth. Like when you when you saw Hellraiser. Oh and no, 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 whatever, no, no, whatever Dasher said. But I, I, I at least knew for a fact that you would enjoy it because you can't. I, no, not. I, like I said, I really appreciate this movie, and I'm glad I watched it. Uh, there was a lot to 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 praise about this film. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I need to watch it again because there was something about it that kept us keeping it off of my rewatch list. Sure. Mm, that's fair. Well, I need. I need to. I, I want to watch again. again just to, you know, just to make sure. Mm. Yeah, that's watch definitely it with a, watch it with a different set of eyes. That's definitely mm-hmm. something that I recommend because uh, I just I can't be out there living my life knowing somebody doesn't like this movie. Yeah. And I <laughs> and I'm doing this because I've done this before, and it was for Hot Fuzz. I dude, I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. because hot, hot I, fuzz, I, hot I, fuzz. I didn't, I didn't really, I, I didn't love it when I first watched it. Then I watched yep. it again, and I was like, yep. okay, this is a masterpiece. And then you watch it the third time, and you love yeah. it even more. And that's yep. one of those movies that the more you watch it, the more you love it. Because oh, I yeah. agree with you 100. The first time I watched it, I was like, eh, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I watched, then hot I watched fuzz. it again. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, this movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, Hot Fuzz was it. It, it just struck differently the more I watched yeah. it. Yeah, because I, 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 that because there's is so much more the, to pick up on when yeah. you know what's happening. That's the perfect so, example. Yeah, yeah, I love a movie that is it that is just infinitely rewatchable, and that's right. what Hot Fuzz is. And I hope that this is what this is for me. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I love a lot about the film. And even but if, and even if you don't, something that's keeping me off of it, and I, I don't know what it is. I need to figure that out. Well, even yep. if you if you don't watch it a second time and come out loving it, it could still be a movie that you enjoy and you're like, oh my god, oh sure, I haven't seen that in like five years. Maybe I should watch it again. Because yeah, yeah, like I said at the very beginning, I'll never not watch this film. And it or is. or if I'm at a at a Halloween movie party and someone and that's part of the selection, yeah, I'll fucking yeah, watch it. Absolutely, sure. why yeah, not? Sure. If yeah. anything, just for the the practical effects, the direction, mm-hmm. music, and Jeffrey Combs. And, like and the, it's a it, it's an incredibly riffable movie as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. And my, yeah. but I, there are certain decisions made in this film that every time I watch it, I'm like, "What in the hell?" So <laughs> Doctor Hill is going to steal your research, and you kill him and cut his head off. And what's the first thing you do? You bring back the one person you killed. <laughs> just to see if it works. That's why I'm saying he's slowly yeah. drifting into the mad scientist role because he's not thinking clearly. No, he's not he's, at he's, all. He he immediately he's thinks only he only wants results. Yeah, he's and he immediately goes parts. I've never tried to animate parts, and he brings back his head, which is great. I I, I love when he's trying to get the head to sit up straight, and he can't do it, and then he gets the fucking post-it note stick and he just <laughs> sticks his head on it. That's one of my favorite jokes ever. So, yes, it, it doesn't have to be today or tomorrow, but at some point I want I, I do want you to try again and definitely want to hear what the results are the second time. Yeah, because, agree. same. So because it's a, it's a very it's a very lovable horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, this movie's kind yeah, of I, I won't watch it again right away. I want it to sit yeah. a little. Yeah. Wait a while. Wait I a will. While. I will give it another shot for sure. Yeah. Because like I said, this movie is complicated. Yeah, because I remember watching it the first time. I was like, man, this is great. And then I thought about it like, was it? I watched it again. I'm like, yeah, it was. OK, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. So with that in mind, I don't have anything else to talk about. This is actually kind of our one of our shorter episodes. Yep. 
And what's funny is he didn't, he forgot it was his turn at the beginning of the episode. It's like, oh, I got to pick a movie. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you hadn't even thought about it, have you? No, I have. I have. I've been thinking three. Mm. And I don't know which way I want to go. Do I want to go the fun route or the serious route? Go fun. Let's go fun. fun Let's do uh, do Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Oh, okay. Oscar and Alan Rickman. All right. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. As, soon as, as soon as you said Robin Hood, I thought you meant you were going Mel Brooks route, but uh, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> which is a great movie. Great movie. Which is a great movie. And I, I actually, I will be going first next week because I have never seen Robin Hood: Prince of Thieves. Really? Right. Wow. This will okay. make you love. This is this is how I was because I think I saw this movie before I saw Die Hard. Mm. Okay. I was. So you're talking uh, about Alan this Rickman, is, yeah. Yeah, this is how I was introduced to Alan Rickman. My introduction to Alan Rickman was Galaxy Quest, which I'll I, go ahead and tell you that movie is coming. I'm oh, gonna and, go on. and Ian, the the uh, the uh, sheriff Nottingham's cousin, is played by the same actor that plays the warden in Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, uh, you're gonna love him too. <laughs> well, you know what? Knowing Ian, like I pretty much knew Ian, I'm gonna go on record right now and say I don't think Ian's gonna find this film very good. It's no, Alan Rickman. Have a good time with it, you dude. You like the fucking Three Musketeers? I, I like. I well, do. yeah, but I this, do. this is not the Three Musketeers. Well, hang on. There's a difference. It's, There's a difference because Three Musketeers has Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, and Tim fucking Curry. Yeah. What is this movie offering me besides Alan Rickman? Um. Morgan, Rittany, Morgan Freeman and, oh, and Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm in. Congratulations. You and the, I, for, I forget his name, but the 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 fat funny guy with the mole in his head that sometimes goes on uh, Who's Life. Mm. Oh him. I can't. I don't know that guy. Yeah, I don't remember his name. He was in office. He was in office space. He was a the therapist. Mm. He's Friar Tuck. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. And uh. I'm going to save my pick the following week for the following week because that'll be my birthday week. So my pick will be on my birthday. So sweet. Yeah. I'll uh, let you know what we're going to watch next week. All righty. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Always. Yes, sir. All right. We'll see you all next week for Loki episode two and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Sounds good. All right. <laughs>